two, one, and we're back with part two of Putin is a Dick. Thank you, Lake Farm Brewery, for the amazing beer that we are digesting and uh, imbibing right now. Uh, we are almost done with this quart, and I'm running a little low. It's good. I'm happy. You know I'm like your only friend, right? Yeah, I'm very aware. <laughs> Yeah. All right, guys. So uh, I want to get into the fun-filled topic of streaming. Maybe you cool kids have heard of it. Those who are still connected to a satellite dish, you silly Nellies. <laughs> Cut the cord. Why don't you? There's so much to offer at a cheaper price. But I'm going to talk about Apple TV. So I have been fighting the urge to sign up for another streaming platform for quite a while. The biggest one was Apple TV. I started my fun-filled... Uh, I guess, smart television, if you will, with an Apple TV back in the day, probably six, seven years ago. I think it was $100. We had one. Don't give me that face. No, I'm just trying to remember. How long did we have that for you then? Uh, we had it for like a year, and then we got like a Roku. Yeah, and then the Roku Because okay, I think okay. only Netflix would be played on the Roku. Yeah. And then from the Roku, then Amazon got on board, and then we went pure Amazon family. And then Apple TV is now able to play on all devices. Didn't we have like a Google thing? Or uh, yeah, we had like the Chromecast. That. We had that like shooting from the phone, which worked kind of okay. But yeah, so basically um, you can sign up for Apple TV for $5. And the main reason I signed up for Apple TV is because that son of a bitch, America's favorite dad, mm -hmm. Tom Hanks. And he's not a son of a bitch. I love that guy. He's wonderful. Go for it. Right. And the movie I was wanting to watch him in was Fitch. That's where he plays like a scientist who builds a robot, hangs out with the dog. So was this like an Apple TV production? Or uh, it's like you can only watch it on Apple TV. I do not remember hearing no. anything about this movie that you were telling me about. No, and it, it was it was pretty decent. So basically the world had been like ravaged by uh, solar flares. Okay. And pretty much everybody was dead. And uh, basically, you meet Fitch. He's a fun-loving guy, scientist, living in like a wind turbine. But all of a sudden, a super storm is headed his way, so he needs to get out of Dodge. And he decides to build a robot. And then later on, you find out that the robot's main purpose is to take care of his dog. Oh. And the reason why he's taking care of his dog because it's connected to a terrible tragedy where he, Tom Hanks, was scavenging for food and a mother and child that was, um, I guess, drove, driven up on by bad dudes. Bad dudes kill the mother and child. As He's, a dystopian world happens, right. of course. He sits in fear, and then he finally gets out of his like fear coma and walks over there, and in the bag, guess what? A puppy. A puppy. Oh, wow. Yes. I just write this. Yes. Amazing. But it was still good because it was Tom Hanks. Like, I'll probably watch it again because I like Tom Hanks and I like the movie. But... The whole point was that this robot has to learn how to, like, you know, drive and, you know, human emotions and so forth. And at the end, it has a pretty good ending where they find a place where the radiation and solar flares has ravaged everything. And Tom Hanks passes away, unfortunately. Well, well, spoiler alert. But the robot carries on with the dog and they seek out what other civilization they can. But like I said, he wrote me into it because it looked cool. And then I found out Apple TV was only five bucks. So I remember Apple TV back in the day, you had to have an Apple device for it to play. Now you can play it on whatever. Okay. So I was all hopped up to watch, you know, Ted Lasso. You haven't started that yet with me. I haven't because that brings me to the next point, the wife dilemma. 
which is you. Oh, okay. <laughs> if we're going to go into that, do you remember you had Netflix? I didn't have it. Right. And I come. Are you talking about loss? Yes. This oh, is loss, bitch. And what? I am still yep. pissed off about Here's the dilemma, number of one. Loss was hard enough to catch up with. <laughs> and then here you are cheating on me by skipping ahead episodes. And I'm still trying to get caught up. Like, is this something from the past, the future? Uh, what did they call it? Like a sideways thing type of segue? Timeline, yeah. Or just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Oh, yeah, I like skipped the season without you. Yeah, because <laughs> I had like, nothing else to watch. You were around. Yeah, yeah, I was like gone for two days. Yeah, exactly. So I haven't watched any of that because of the wife dilemma. You know, funny thing is I wrote down the wife dilemma on my notepad here and then I forgot why I wrote it down until oh, we started talking. I was like, oh, okay, now I know This why. was like when Game of Thrones came out during springtime and you're like, better not watch that without me while I'm out in the field. Yeah, true that. And you didn't because you're better than me. But, but my one of my friends, Heather. Um, oh, Heather. Oh, Heather. That's she had the salty. best of fucking line ever on that where she's like, no, nothing, Andrew. <laughs> no, so I haven't watched Ted Lasso yet. And there's a couple other things I want to watch with you, too. So, like, Wednesday I was home with Joe because he was all sicky. I, I was sick with Joe. And that's why I signed up for Apple TV. Yes, it's a contest and you win. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a contest. She's a better parent. I hope you know that. Get her a trophy. We done? Oh, my God. Wow. Anyways, I was home Wednesday with him. Oh, I'm sorry. The story's yeah. about me for two seconds. Thank you. And so, oh, I was home with you. I was home with him, too. All right, go ahead. Anyways, Anyways, you were home. I was home, so I signed up for Apple TV because he finally went down for his nap, and I was cleaning up the house and doing the laundry and doing all this other stuff. And then I got to the, like, there's, like, five or six things I want to watch, and they're, I can't watch them because you're not here. Because I know you'd be not. So I took that advice, but I did watch Morning News. So I know you're not, like, a big uh, Jennifer Anderson fan. No, I don't know what the hell that is about. I liked her in Friends and the Leprechaun movie, but <laughs> pre nose job. <laughs> yes, like, you're here to hear it, folks. If you want to see Jen Anderson's like first movie, Leprechaun One. Yes. Yeah, yeah I thought that out. was her most riveting role ever. Yeah, she's excellent, and she's wearing like the mom jeans. Oh, it's the greatest '90s look ever, man. They're shorts, like, actually. They're like shorts. They they went up all the way to like her boob line down past her knees. Um, oh, but she, that's, she had a big old nose on her, though, big schnoz, like big and wide. Yeah, she looked. She still looked fine, but oh, you, know, yeah. you know she got worked up. Um, anyway, so if you're looking for something to watch, I want to watch Ted Lasso with the old Katie here. So we're gonna have to probably take a while to get our schedules to mesh. Uh, but Apple TV is five bucks, and they'll probably jack it up to ten before the year is out. But there's only like three or four things on there I want to watch. It's definitely something I'm just gonna watch and kill as soon as possible. But you're watching Morning News. Go for it. Yeah, so Morning News stars uh, Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston, uh, that creepy guy from Goliath who liked the amputees. You remember him? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying. What season was that? Uh, that... Three? Yeah. No. No. No, no. It was season two with the Mexico one, the cartel. Yeah. That guy? Yeah. I don't know what his name is. He's a pretty good actor, but he really creeped me out where he was just like hanging out with the, the weird amputees. Um, trying to think who else. There's there's some big heavy hitters in it. Um, but basically, Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston are a 
news, news broadcasters, anchors like Morning America, so forth, and Steve Carell gets on the wrong side of hashtag Me Too, and then they're going down that road of like, um, what is too far, and is everybody in the studio sleeping with everybody, and is the com- you know is the multi billion dollar corporation trying to cover everything up and so forth. Oh, yeah, the other heavy hitter, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon, right? <laughs> Without her spoon, with her spoon. Yes, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Favorite Reese Witherspoon movie, go. Oh, uh, Walk the Line. Walk the Line was excellent. I'd say she's pretty good in that. Also, The Walk in general, that one where she hikes the Appalachian we Trail. We talked about that one. Yeah. That one was probably one of her better ones. Graphic sex scenes, but... Uh, Good. I just like oh. watching her kind of haul the blue whale of like backpacks. <laughs> well, she's like five one. Um, and then you realize like her boots and things like that yeah. aren't fitting right, and so she's like peeling off toenails like halfway. Oh through. yeah, and, like bleeding oh, and just yeah, but it's good though. Um, I didn't like hiking before. Sure, sure shit, don't, don't like yeah. it now. Don't want to do this? No. Fuck no. No, oh, it's pretty good. So if you guys are looking for something, check out. Uh, check out. Well, Apple how TV. far into it are you right now? Into the morning news, yeah. probably I don't know, episode four or five. I, it's it's Is one it where I can play and I don't have to pay attention to it. You know, it's just the same dilemma of like, oh, what other skeletons are they finding in this nonstop closet? Um, well, we also took the time yep. to actually watch a movie together. Yeah, we watched one together, folks, and that was Coda. So Coda is on Apple TV, and it's um, on the Oscar list for Best Movie. It's up for three Oscars. Um, Best Movie, Best Supporting Actor, which is the dad, who the deaf dad, and Best Adapted Screenplay. Right. Uh, So the premise of it is that there's a deaf family, and one of the kids can actually hear and sing. Yep, it's a family of four. Three out of the four members of the family are deaf, except the youngest, which is the daughter. She's a senior in high school. Her family lives in, um, oh, not too far away from Boston. They're a fisher fishing family, Right. believe it or not. It was like Gloucester Bay or whatever. Yeah. um, The dad is Troy Kotzer. Yeah, he's like a heavy Broadway actor, yeah. too, I guess. And then there's Marley. Marley Manton. This family guy wrecked her. Yeah, that's the like, Come on, Marley. You got to hear those. All her serious shit that she's ever done in her whole entire life. And <laughs> Seth MacFarlane fucking ruined it with one uh, joke. We should do an episode on Seth MacFarlane. Oh, that yeah. guy deserves one. Uh, but yeah, Marley Manton. Um, I loved her in West Wing. She's, a, she's been a lot of good stuff. She did SVU. She did a couple episodes. Yeah, still pretty good looking. And um, Amelia Jones, I guess she plays Ruby, the main star. She's a British actress. Um, done a couple movies here or there, but very good overall. No, I, I can see why it's nominated. Um, I hope the, the deaf dad, I hope he wins it. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's best picture, but I haven't really seen the other contenders. So have we really seen any of the other stuff? I mean, besides Encanto. Oh, Encanto's up for Oscars. Encanto's up for a lot of shit. Oh, hey, Pixar, thanks for making us cry again. Yeah. Just. But uh, no, Coda is a great movie. It's something I hadn't heard about, and walked into it, and then Apple TV has it, and I'm really glad we watched it. Yeah, I am too, and it's predictable. Like you get it. Um, 
There's some funny parts in it, for sure. So I really didn't realize how expressive those that are hearing impaired truly are. Like, right. you know, they got to try to get their point across, right? You know, besides just what sign language. So it's everything, facial expression, body movement, everything. Right. So the way that the dad talks, it's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> but I don't – so that's what somebody wrote down. It's like, do deaf people really feel that ostracized by the outside world? I especially in 2022. Yes, actually, I've heard a lot of flack with those with cochlear implants versus those that are truly deaf, where it's just like um, you're taking away their culture by getting a cochlear implant. Of course, your culture. I heard this on one of my podcasts. Yeah. This is true things. The deaf culture. I see. Do you ever work with a deaf person? I serve deaf people in Monticello at Happy Joe's, and I actually got yelled at by them. How do you know they were yelling at you? Because they gesticulated very loudly with their hands. Because <laughs> very loudly. Wow, yeah, you're they were so very insensitive. pissed at me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I worked at Pizza Hut, I worked with a, a deaf driver, and um, I never felt like we were trying to go the extra mile to make her feel like awkward or whatever. Like when it was time for her to drive, we'd flash the lights. Mm-hmm. And then she'd be like, "All right, here's your order," and like I'd give her a ticket. And then of course I'm like, I'm speaking slow because I'm an idiot, you know. Like, here is your well, did she, order. Could she rip, rip, yeah, lip read? Yeah, she could. I mean, she and she was smiling. She was nice. She just kind of looked at me like, "Boy, you're an idiot." Okay, thank you. Like I've done this eight million times. I can drive and read, and I'm just like, "Thank you." Oh, if you speak loudly and slowly enough, yeah. she'll automatically hear you. Right. It's like, oh, I get it. But, I mean, having worked with her, but I didn't feel like, you know, like this movie just expressed, like, we can't do anything because we're deaf. We can't start a business. We can't do this. We can't do that. I'm surprised, like, the deaf community is just like, there are plenty of deaf people who do a lot of things and don't have to, maybe they have to live with that from day to day. I don't know. It just seemed like this was a pretty small myth of, like, we can't do anything, and we need you, Ruby, because well, nobody understands you us. It. Yeah, I mean, they're a fishing family, though. On a boat, they need somebody to, like, help them out. Yeah. And the daughter, I don't know, has been interpreting for them for her whole entire life. Right. Which, yeah, it's a good point you brought up, like, you know, how she, when she started talking, she talked like a deaf person. And... She said, yeah, like, when the, you know, I don't want to completely spoil the movie for you guys. Please see this. It is a great movie. You know, it is. 10 out of 10. I'm glad we watched it. I'll probably watch it again. It wasn't yeah. a hard watch. It was a it was a good watch. Yeah. I mean, it's predictable. There, there are definitely some moments. I give it a solid 8. You know. Yeah. It, it was good. Like, you could... I still give it a 10 because it's been a long time since we've seen something other than fucking Pixar related. So hey, Pixar. Hey, it. adults. Get ready to laugh and cry. Mostly yep. cry. You know. Why, why did you I don't know, man. It's just like, I can't deal with it. Like, all right, name the movie that you cried the hardest in. Oh, hardest in? For Pixar. Okay, 100%. Not going to lie. Onward. Yeah, Onward was tough. You know, that was like right after Dad died. So, you know, it's like these little, I'm getting teary-eyed right now. Just think about it. It's just like, hey, yeah. we're trying to connect with our dead dad, too. And it's oh, just, oh yeah, and you could get like the half half his body walking around, which yeah. for, for your dad would just be sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> that guy rocked mean sweatpants. And white socks. That would have been my dad right there. I knew him for 10 years. 
And out of that 10 years, I think I saw him wear maybe I have four occasions where he didn't wear sweatpants. Yes. There was the train where he wore camel shorts. There was our wedding where he wore suit pants. He did wear jeans maybe two other times. Even and then the rest of it was sweatpants. Shorts, though, if it was like summertime working outdoors, you caught him out there a couple of times yeah. working outside. But those were also, he also had the sweatshirt, like the sweatshirt or sweatpants shorts. They were like knit shorts. They were, I mean, there was that, like, first time I met your dad was sweatpants. I was like, so this is how this guy rolls. I just remember, like, walking in the house, dad, come on, I'm bringing home a nice boy. And he's just like, I wore the ones that don't have holes in the crotch. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I got the good sweatpants up. These are the ones I haven't worn yet. But your dad, who was a cop for 30 plus years, and I had to get in a uniform and dress up every day, I don't begrudge him a bit. Because dad made captain when I was in third grade, and that's when he wore suit and jacket the whole entire time. So. Yeah. How old are you in third grade? I don't know, like pushing 10. So, like, yeah, eight years after that, five days a week, having to be in suit, coat, tie. Yeah, everybody was pretty fucking happy to be in sweat. I tell you, when I quit this teaching thing, <laughs> I'm going to burn my khakis in effigy, and I'm never going to wear khakis ever again. Period. You do have a lot of khakis. I get tired of khakis. I'm in a pair of doctors. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I like the way you look, but I just, I am tired of khakis. <laughs> After 10 years of teaching, four days a week, and we get that one day where we can wear normal clothes, I just well, get tired Well, can you just of it. wear jeans? Some people do. Like, nobody really questions people on, like, their apparel, but... Uh, just do it. Wear the jeans. You know, Who cares? There's some real... You know, jerks at school that make fun of other people and what they wear. I don't like know who you. they are. Yeah. Like you. <laughs> you are one of them. You are an offender of making fun of people how they wear shit. You've given a poor woman a complex. I bet she goes home every night and cuts herself. Supposedly there's a whole closet she can't wear at school. <laughs> God, man. That's like, weird. you're like borderline sexual harassment. I am so Is that sexual harassment? Oh, my God. That you have uh, not been fired yet. No, it's just like, like she'll wear like giant leather boots up to her knees and be like, where'd you park your horse? God, <laughs> you are such an ass. I am. That's hilarious though. This stuff like that. And then, you know, she'll, when she's like trying to like roll the high road and not make fun of me. I don't know how we got to her. this point, but, but yeah. I just talked about your dad's pants. He's a cool guy. I miss him a lot. But Anyways, um, for me, Pixar movie, it'd probably tie between Up, uh, the beginning or the end, you know, where you just feel like dirt, like when his wife dies, you're like, oh, sad, they never had a kid. Oh, yeah, you want to um, hear the shit that's going to, like, make you really break your heart? Mm-hmm. So, you know how he always wore a tie at the very beginning, like, Ellie would help him put on the tie, and then you see him wearing bow ties afterwards? He never learned how to tie a tie. That's why he always wore a bow tie. He's an old, old man. It's even not a time without Ellie. Damn. Fuck. I see a tear before just starting to down your cheek. Yeah. You're kind of like that Indian, like, that, uh, <laughs> where the world is, like, being polluted. Yeah, the, the one random Very guy. Very stoic. Uh, the other Pixar movie, I don't know, they all do. Um, maybe not Wally. Wally didn't make me cry, which was good. You didn't get sad when Wally was, like, you're thinking, like, you forgot about Eve. Oh, oh yeah, at the end there, they yeah. goes back. Yeah, that's yeah, they all do. You it's, fucking just cried like a little baby. They all do. It's sad. Oh, I mean, it's like, terrifically sad. 
It's like emotionally draining. It's like Nick Offerman playing Ron Swanson. There's only like two occasions where it's permissible to cry. It's like when your dog dies and what was the other one? I gotta look it up. It's just like you can cry at funerals. Like at funeral and when your dog dies. The and loss of a pet, Pixar but it has movies. to be a dog, not a cat. Yeah, because cats aren't pets, right? Um, anyway, so yeah, we kind of cut through Coda, Fitch, Morning News, talked about that. Trying to think, what else have we been doing? I finished up the newest season of Call the Midwife on Netflix, and they're on season 10. So got through those episodes. It's really good. Now we're into 1966, because Mm -hmm. the whole series started off in 1956. Oh, wow. So how much has changed? Um, They're trying to figure out, like, how to keep Nanata's house still going at this point because the birth rate has gone down dramatically because of birth control pills ding 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 so okay historically we knew that that was coming because i read the series um i don't know when they're going to start covering what the house now does because they got really 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 involved like in the 1980s because what happened in the 80s aids yep they were one of the leading people within um, lower end of London trying to take care of AIDS patients. But we're at that kind of point of just like, yeah, there are still babies going on, but now they're doing other stuff besides delivering babies. They're doing more district care for patients. Go. Still good. Yeah, not not a fan of Call the Midwife. Oh, no, I knew that you were not going to watch this with me at all. This is not an Andrew show to watch. No. So I did not feel bad about having a disgruntled husband knowing that I was going to watch this without him. This is like one level above Lifetime. It is not that bad. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, the the key to Lifetime is like, it's got to be around the holiday and you got to make sure that all men are pieces of shit. And then somehow the women is going to make their way and... Okay, so here's the other thing, too, with that. It's 1966. The big topic that's going on is abortion. Like, it is illegal, illegal as hell to have an abortion in London at this time. And if you get caught having an abortion or your person is committing an abortion, your ass goes to jail. So now it's on the table. It's in Parliament about the anti-abortion bill. So where it's just like, yeah, can women have a reason to have an abortion? Is it legal? Is it safe? So I guess that's a big hot topic for this season. I got you. There you go. So that's my spiel on Call the Midwife. I know you wanted to cover the new TV series that we're watching on HBO, which makes me now want to homeschool my daughter the whole entire time. Oh, yeah, Euphoria. Fuck. Yeah. It's good. It's good, but you have to, like, I don't know how to reference this. Because all I have for my experience... Your high school experience is what what I had, and it was nothing at all what they're doing on that show. But I also didn't hang out with people that did like drugs. Now I'm saying drugs like that. I'm saying like there are people that did drink beers. We did hang out with them. You people were, that had yeah. tobacco or cigarettes and that, but they weren't like you didn't have like the, the hardcore drugs. Pharmaceutical no. type of drugs available. No, in your one community. we didn't have the free time and or the money. Or the supply. Now, they were around. Like, we had, like, 
we had like maybe five people in the high school that smoked weed. And nobody really hang, hung out with them because they hung out with each other. And you know that they just hung out and smoked weed and didn't want to get like labeled mm-hmm. like that way. Um, now don't get me wrong. We had plenty of drinking problems and so forth. Um, but not, not the hard drugs. But this euphoria, if that's what modern high schools like are in a large city or so forth, um, and they probably are. Because I know I, I went to school with a couple – I went to Kirkwood couple of my friends here came from Iowa City West and um, they were big into drugs. I mean, they were, they were like, well, one of them ended up in rehab and then ended up like killing a person and then committed suicide, which is totally a downer. Um, And I met him when he was sober and then he dropped out of school and, uh, I remember he like he just disappeared for like weeks on end, and then a couple weeks back, like he showed back up, and I didn't notice him. Like period, and he's like, "You're not even gonna talk to me." I'm like, "Holy cow, man, where you been? I'm sorry, I didn't see you there." And uh, he went down a bad road in terms of that. But I, if that's what high school is like now, I yeah, I want to homeschool. No, it's not the everyone. drugs part that throws me. It's like all the sex with the kids where it's just like, Hey, yeah. Um, don't be, don't be a virgin. Right. And also the thing that really scared the shit out of me more than anything else in the series. Did you ever know of anybody in your high school getting filmed for sex? No. Well, we didn't have cameras. No, we didn't have those type of cameras. I didn't know somebody that. took some pictures. You did have somebody. Somebody took pictures. some pictures, but they weren't like passing around, but like people knew of them. Um, like, Jesus Christ, man, like kind of had that talk with both Evie and Joe of please yeah. don't send nudes ever. Never. No. Even if you think it's a good idea, don't. Right. It's not. It's never a good idea to send nudes. We can send and that on that note. Yeah, it's done. And I don't know. We're going to cross that bridge when it comes to it. Because you'll be videotaped for it. And then you'll get STD and you'll die. And it'll end up on Pornhub <laughs> some way, somehow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, that's the other problem to bring up is like that. I guess this generation, our generation, or like Evie's generation, of the constant availability of free porn and how easy it is to access. And I think that, I think Billie Eilish, 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 the singer, she brought that up in like her breakdown and she'd been watching porn since like age 10. And she's like, that's not what a relationship's supposed to be. That's no. not what sex is supposed to be. I this remember is ridiculous though, fantasies. One time, the one time where Dan and I were like walking out in the woods, the timber area that was by my parents' house. Jesus, where's this going? Oh, this is great. But no, we actually <laughs> found fuck? like a stack of Playboys that was out in the timber. That was like the first time we were ever introduced to any type of like porno type of stuff. You just found random porn in the timber? Yeah, we did because we found like a beat ass old car and we were like, oh, let's go look at it. And sure enough, there was a stack of Playboys in there. Mind you, I was 12. Was there a dead guy down the railroad tracks? Was this standby me? No, what the this hell? was not standby me. This was at the timber at my parents' uh, 40 acres. Yeah, that's my point. Like, no, out the middle of nowhere, there's body. an old car with porn and I dead bodies. It was still out there. The next time that we're ever at our my folks' house, uh, we'll go down to the timber area and see if that old beater car is there. Technically, it wasn't our timber. It was our neighbor's timber. We weren't even supposed to be in there. And now I know why. 
Because of the porn and the bad color? I don't know. All I know is just like, it was cool shit to look at. I lived out in the country. You had to go do something. So go walk the field. Well, I walked my field at Timber. And I haven't you never any stumble across any porno mags that way? No. Not out there. Well, we're, never mind. We're not going to do that topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we never. That's weird, Katie. Um, that's a movie on its own. I wonder whose it was. What happened to him? I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, I think our neighbors let people hunt out in that timber, and a bunch of hunters were probably jerking off and looking at porno bags. Yeah, like you do. Like you do. Hmm. Yeah, like when Steve goes pheasant hunting. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was so disappointed. Air quotation marks. Yeah. I know a lot of hunters that don't even take their gun. They just go sit in a blind and drink until they pass out. Oh, that makes me feel very confident and safe. They get some away from their kids and wife. Oh, I suppose <laughs> they could go hit the gym and be gym rat or go drink out in the outside where it's cold. Right. The drink to keep warm. That's not how that works. <laughs> There's my jacket. Yeah, that uh, euphoria is, uh, mind you, so everybody in it's like 25 or 26. And um, Christina P. brought that up in your mom's house. She's like, if you just want to watch 25-year-olds bang, it's great, but... But if you were really thinking these are high school seniors, it's yeah, just... Yeah, it's pretty messed up. I don't know how to stress the factor of like how drugs just destroy your brain and then they make everything else worse, but I don't know. Some people really like them. No, man. I was, I was Daryl model in high school. No drugs, no alcohol. I was pretty much straight edge, 100%. The no stick man. was way up there. Luckily, we got that surgery and got it removed. So it's all good. All right, we uh, kind of run out of time here, folks. So we had a fun-filled week. Covered a lot of information. Covered a lot of good stuff. Some uh, breakthroughs here, you know, and what Katie watches and how it's terrible. Yeah. Oh my God. But if you want to write to us, love to hear you at moviesandbs02 at gmail.com. We also got Facebook. We also are on Facebook as well. Check out Facebook if you don't want to email. All right. So I'll wrap us up. You guys have a great one. I'm Andrew. This is Katie. Night.